Welcome to Found in Prague. Welcome back, everyone, to Found in Prague. Today, we're so excited because we have a guest speaker with us. It's one of our friends, Adri Mendez. Hello. And yeah, we're super excited to have you on here, Adri. I'm really um, excited to be here. Yes, we uh, worked together on um, actually a dance project, which was super cool. And that's kind of how we got to know Adri a little bit more. But today, we are actually talking about using your gifts for God or your gifts or your talents for God. And I'm really excited about this one because I think that amongst us, uh, we have some interesting gifts and talents that um, we've all learned to use um, to bring glory to God in different ways. And so, yeah, we're going to just talk a little bit about that and hopefully it will encourage all our listeners uh, if you have a relationship with God, that maybe you can use your gifts and talents for him as well. So, yeah, starting off, I just wanted to ask Adri if you would be willing to share with us a little bit just of how you came to know know Jesus. Yeah, well, I was kind of born into the church, I would say. My parents uh, were leaders in the church when I was growing up, and then they became missionaries when I was around five years old. Then we moved back to my home country of Costa Rica and they became pastors there. And that's when I gave my life to Christ as well. So really through my parents, <laughs> thank the Lord. That's awesome. And would you say that like um, you always kind of were using your gifts and talents for God or like what were some of the things like when you were growing up that you enjoyed doing or gifts and talents that you had? Well, I resisted giving my life to Christ for a long time because I thought that church was boring. And so when I would go to Sunday school, I would actually go and take care of the little newborn babies. And for me, it was just a time of like, oh, I'm just going to do this while my parents are in church. But then it developed into me becoming a Sunday school teacher by the time I was 14 and having my own team of, you know, children. And then I was a leader of the dance team for the children. So really, you know, it was at the beginning, it was resisting God. And then God used that for his glory for me to actually bring the word to all these little kids. Mm. And then um, the reason that I started kind of connecting more with the church and with the community was through dance, actually. Uh, The church that we were in was very new and they had just started a dance team and they called it like the first generation of dancers. And their plan was to like bring new generations um, and mold them and kind of teach them how to dance and serve every like three months. And so uh, they told me like, do you want to join the first generation? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, that's not for me. I don't dance. Like I only dance with my sister at home. And then my best friend at that time, she was like, oh, like I, I'm going to join. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And then like a month later, we went to a convention, a youth convention in our, in our main church and, or like our parent church. And that's when I gave my life to Christ. And then I started seeing how the first generation of dancers was like ministering and serving God in the services. And I was like, oh, I actually want to do that. (laughs) This looks pretty cool. And so then I started dancing there and kind of just getting into it. And it's kind of developed into me even now, just dancing and serving the Lord in that. I think that's super cool. Mm -hmm. 
I love it because I don't know. I think that that's such an interesting like background and context to have from such a young age of being able to learn to use your gifts and talents for God. I think uh, for me, I, I also grew up in a Christian home, but I, I don't know if I really, really would say that I had like the opportunity to really think outside of the box in how I could use my gifts and talents for God. I think I always had the heart for it um, in terms of, I believe that you can worship God through anything that you're doing. Um, if you just give him your heart and if you have a heart of worship. And so I think I always had that heart, but it wasn't um, until I was a lot older that I realized, oh my gosh, like I can actually use uh, a specific skill or gifting and actually bring it to God and, and allow him to work through it and move through it. Yeah, I think that was something that I was very grateful for in, in the church that I grew up in or that I gave my life to Christ in and that my parents pastored because I had the support of my parents and the support of like everyone. Um, and because it was such a small church, they always wanted you to be involved in something. So they started an evangelism team and because there was nobody else to lead it, they put me. <laughs> and they're like, Adri, you're 13 years old. You have no shame. Go and evangelize. And Sounds a lot like Amy's right? childhood as well. <laughs> Just go for it. And then they needed ushers for the church. And I'm like, I'm there or stuff like that. Like I was always involved in everything. Uh, mostly because my parents were the pastor, like the ha- right-hand pastors. And then also they supported me with like dance a lot in terms of like we had rehearsals all Saturday and then we had like youth service and stuff. So I was at church the entire Saturday and my mom would drive me back and forth and bring me lunch and just always be there for me because she knew that it was something good. So I'm very grateful for that. And then kind of also because I started dancing and I started seeing that I wanted to do things with excellence for God, that's when I started going to like ballet classes and getting the technique and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that was also an opportunity of kind of putting things, you know, that are not Christianized or (laughs) Christianized and then um, putting them into, into service. Yeah. I think that's, that's really, that's a really good point. Just thinking about actually skill, because I think there's a difference between, talent and gifts which is like a gifting you know that you have might be something that god actually gives you if you're a gifted painter or a gifted graphic designer or a gifted um carpenter i don't know whatever it might be that's something that you were given right but then there's a whole nother layer and level of when you gain skill and i think anybody can gain skill whether you're gifted or not it's when you learn and you grow in something And I think that, especially sometimes in the church, um, when we're talking about using our gifts and talents for God, there's like a base level of like, we can offer anything to God. Like it doesn't matter the level of skill. Like you can just offer what you have to God. It makes me think of the five loaves of bread and the two fish that um, this little boy offered to Jesus when he was trying to feed 5,000 people and you know, that was not a lot in that moment um, to feed 5,000 people, but he made, he made, God made a miracle. However, I think there is something really neat to be said when you take a gift or a talent and put in the work to gain skills. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something really interesting to talk about, especially in the church of like, I don't know, Alex, just thinking 
how much you have actually learned with tech stuff because you've gained the skills and you've taken the time to actually invest in learning about all sorts of things because it was a need and now you use it for God. But I don't know, like, would you say that you're gifted or talented in that area? Or would you say that is just something like a, a skills that you've learned and acquired and now you use those skills to serve God? I think I'm hardly gifted in anything, basically. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, That's so sad. Yeah. That's also such a lie, but... <laughs> I, I honestly, I was trying to remember like where this passion came from and i think um my brother uh when i we have 11 years difference and he would usually um be interested in a lot of tech things um so he would buy and back then uh, it was uh, era of cassette players so he had a really <laughs> nice. nice um cassette player like two cassette player um and if something broke, you couldn't just go, you know, and repair it by warranty. You have to do it yourself. So he would disassemble things and then assemble them back. Um, and also cassettes weren't working perfectly fine. So you have had to know how to operate them. So if something breaks, you had to like disassemble it, cut it, you know, uh, put it back together. So it was a time when like we had to figure out a lot of things by ourselves like there was no availability in a store you couldn't just you know go and buy a wire you you have to know how to solder and do things right and back then i didn't know that but um i think um because my brother left kind of home at, in his 20s so i was like around 10 uh, 9 and after he left, he left all the things that he owned and I was using his things. And then if something broke, I had to repair it basically. So <laughs> I think that's where it started, like mm -hmm. kind of being interested and having curiosity. Yeah, be, having curiosity and also trying things and seeing that I can do it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any manuals, you know, or yeah. I didn't read through any, you know, instructions. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what if I disassemble this and do this? And hope it doesn't explode. Yeah, well, yeah, and no. hope and hope <laughs> when you <laughs> assemble it back, you don't have the spare parts you know <laughs> oh yeah right <laughs> yeah. like did i remember yeah. which piece i put where oh it's yeah. like the ikea furniture mm. <laughs> yeah and when i assembled it back and it worked i was like wow well i guess i can um <laughs> but um yeah i mean that's where kind of the maybe initial interest came in mm -hmm. and then i was always interested and i think it also must have come from my brother because he was listening to a lot of music and he was listening for a lot of different music so my interest in music kind of came from from also my childhood um and then um when i actually was at church and i, I was not at my first church and it was uh, y y like later in in time we moved to Russia, um, and then I was just interested, I don't know, in music, in worship. I never played any instruments, so I, I, I have no idea of, you know, if you'll give me a guitar, I'll probably, I'll be terrible. Um, can sing also, so. Um, but I really like music, and this kind of combination of liking music and liking doing something kind of technical somehow landed me in a spot where I had to do, or I didn't have to do anything, but 
I basically wanted to be involved and I stayed on rehearsals, which was never done before at this church. And like they didn't have a guy who would who would do it. So I would stay with them. I basically would stick with the youth group. And mostly the worship team was the youth group. Um, <laughs> and I would stick with them. I would try to help them. And it's like where this is where it started. And then my pastor basically asked me and told me, hey, like, do you want to really like do the sound? like yeah sure i mean i have mm. no idea what i'm doing but yeah i will mm. stick because i'm just interested and i guess that started there and just learning from it so that's so cool i was just thinking i don't know as you're talking as well about how yeah sometimes discovering your gifts and your talents like is a long journey <laughs> like as you're you know growing and something that you started with as a young person you might end up with something totally different but also, I think a lot of times little things that spark your interest as a young person can say a lot about what might be in the future as well. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on how much time and effort you put into developing those skills or um, taking time to, you know, work on things. I, I think, Adri, you've told me before, like you were such a drama queen and as a kid and like now you're in act into acting and stuff. So I, I just think it's so interesting. But I was also thinking, Alex, like when you're talking about can you use your gifts and talents for God, but not specifically like serving at a church, you know, like just in your in your daily life, like what what would that look like? I don't know if you guys have like any examples or thoughts on that. Sean is keeping silent. Either he's like thinking of all the examples or he's like, man. I mean, like that question is pretty difficult for me personally because like everything is involved with the church. For your life, in your life specifically. In my life especially. Yeah. So I can't yeah. really answer that mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. So I've done... I started graphic design because of church. I started guitar because of church. I started singing because of church. I started what? Because of church. <laughs> I do not know how to answer that question mm. because like, I continue to um, put my standards within how do I improve the church and its community. So like, I mean, I don't know how to answer that. Really. Okay. Yeah. I think the verse that uh, comes to mind in the Bible is Colossians 3, verse 23 and 24. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. So I think if you go into whatever you're doing with the mindset that you're doing it for God, you can really use anything that you're doing as serving the Lord. And that can be whether you are serving customers at McDonald's, like you can be doing your work to the Lord. You can be doing it with a good attitude. You can be um, being friendly to people coming in. Uh, you can be maybe cheering up your coworkers or whatever. Like it can be anything that you are doing as long, like, and you can posture your heart in the way that you are wanting to do it unto the Lord. So whatever your skill is, your gift is, if it's in your workplace or if it's in church, um, I think, you, yeah, either way, it's because you are serving the Lord, what you're doing, therefore, can be a way of using your gift for the Lord as well. Mm 
I think I have quite、mm, different areas to kind of tackle this question because when I started graphic design, I wanted to work at Vogue. Like that was my thing. I wanted to be an editorial designer, I wanted to work in fashion. And that was obviously a very non Christian goal. And I, it's when I started graphic design and started, you know, in school and exploring different areas, I realized that I didn't only want to be an editorial designer, I wanted to do like all these different things. And that's how I developed my freelance business. And then now I started my own design studio. So it's like when I started at the beginning of, beginning of the year, I was debating like, is my business going to be Christian or is、mm. it not going to be Christian? Because I remember my dad, he worked in World Vision, which is like an international NGO, which is Christian based. And he loved it because they had like prayer meetings and, and devotional times together as a team. And then he moved to like a non Christian NGO and it was completely different with、um, the values and how they approach different situations.、Yeah. So I was like, I want my company to have those values and to be Christian in a way. But then my collaborators, the people that I work with, aren't Christian. My clients aren't Christian. And then also there was this. You know, kind of tug and pull in my mind of, oh, but if I only work with Christian clients, then I'm I'm limiting my my client pool and stuff like that. And then it was like, no, but that's the enemy talking. Like, it, it was a whole back and forth. And then I kind of had to sit with God and be like, okay, you are giving me this influence over brands because we are we create brands. So it'd be you're giving me this influence over people, over clients, over their lives, over, you know, and and now that we've been in business for like eight months. My goal is okay, not everybody's Christian. The, the values I would say, or like the idea of AMC, is not fully, you know, like Bible based because it's just a graphic design studio. But the way that we approach our work,、mm. the values and the way that I work with my people, the love that I give them, the compassion, the understanding,、um, the integrity, the honesty as well that I try to work with with my clients, that shows. Jesus.、Christ. Like, I want that、yeah. to, to reflect God. And I make a lot of mistakes. And I, there's been a lot of situations when I'm like, God, I don't know what to do. Like, this isn't, this isn't showing you.、Um, but then I've, I've come to realize that it's about how you react to those situations that shows your true, your true mindset. And so if you react to bad situations with the mind of Christ, then I think that that's still showing、yeah. who you are. Mm-hmm. And then, in, apart from AMC, I also work at this creative agency, which is obviously not Christian at all. And for me, I, I always say, like, God, you have me here for a reason. Let it be to be a testimony to the people around me, to b- bring a light. Like, every morning that I go in to the door, I'm like, hi, guys, good morning, how y'all doing? Like, you know, it's just trying to bring up that kind of spark into the office and stuff like that. And as you were saying, like, that is part of, of bringing. Christ into the workplace as well.、Mm. And sometimes I feel like we're so limited and oh, we can only serve God in the church、yep. that we forget that, you know, everybody at church already has heard about God, but there's so many people out there that hasn't. I have、uh, co workers that, yes, they kind of have heard maybe of God, but they haven't seen Jesus the way that we've seen Jesus. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm there kind of a, planting a seed in their hearts of,、yeah. of this is what God can do for you, you know. I just love that. I think it's so important to realize and recognize. I mean, just what Amy shared earlier, too, in that verse that whatever you do, do it unto the Lord.、Mm-hmm. So if even you're, you know, if you're not in a context that's quote unquote Christian, it really should not affect anything about what you and, and what you're doing for God, right? Because 
you know, we're talking about using your gifts and talents for God. So I think that um, that can be applied to so many different things. Like, yeah, if you're in a manager, uh, a manager position or something like that, the way that you manage other people um, in, in a company or literally, and I think I said this on one of our other podcasts about purpose and identity, which was, um, I knew this lady who she was saying, I can walk my purpose out at McDonald's, Mm -hmm. working at McDonald's. Like it does not matter where I am because I know what my purpose is. It's my purpose isn't found in the job, but it is walking out and, and giving God my everything. And I think that that's true of your gifts and talents as well is that it's not always just in the church context, which is important to find places to serve in the church. But I think it's also really valuable to know, especially for anybody listening, whether you are um, in high school um, and you're doing school, like you can do your schoolwork unto God and actually use your brains and as a you know gift and a t- talent and use that for for Christ. And I think that, you know, Sometimes we maybe forget that we can actually, or maybe we don't even know that we can use really different elements of our lives to serve God. Something that comes into my mind is um, I love going to the gym and working out. And I used to just go because obviously I wanted to lose weight and stuff like that. And then God's been taking me through this journey of like self-love and appreciation and stuff like that. And then I worked with a nutritionist who's a Christian and she's like so amazing. And she was really just, um, she would just focus on kind of making my relationship with food healthy and me not fearing to eat because, oh, I I want to get, I'm going to gain weight or something. Um, But lately, now that I'm not working with her and stuff, I've been going to the gym and everything. And then I put on this like really harsh hip hop music to kind of get pumped up. And then I started seeing like on Instagram, this girl that started saying like, I go and I do my deadlifts and I do my squats and I give them on to God. And I was like, I have never done that. Like I go to the gym five times a week and I've never given either my runs. Like when I tried to, when I was, um, training for a 10k I've never prayed before going to the gym and be like God give me the strength to do all the I've never done that I was like I really should start doing that and because this girl was saying like when you do things in your own strength you're so limited but then when you give those things onto God he gives you the strength from him you know and it's Mm -hmm. supernatural and so lately I've been really trying to do that even just giving God my my workout times and just be like okay and I even put like podcasts and like worship music while I'm like you know doing deadlifts and stuff like that I'm like this is not normal but (laughs) but it's really it's also those you know that you need to connect with God in every moment and and that's something that actually my therapist used to tell me when I was with her because when I was younger and I I started thinking like oh I want to start acting and stuff like that I would always say, God, if this isn't from you, then take it away from my head. Like, I don't want to even think about this if this isn't going to glorify you. And I thought that that was like the best prayer to pray as an 18 year old. Like, I'm I'm doing what God wants, you know, like I'm putting myself and just giving him everything. And then when I told that to my therapist like last year, she's like, Adri, you know, that's a good prayer. But when you you put it like that, you have you and your goal on one side and God on the other side. And then... You're just telling God like, oh, by the way, <laughs> you know, I have I have this. Do you want to do you want help or not? But then when you kind of realize that the 
the person or the entity that gave you the power to even think those thoughts or to even dream of those things or have those skills is God. You got to realize that every, yes, obviously you can be manipulated by the world and stuff like that. But when you realize that the power to even the ability to think those thoughts comes from God, that's when I'm like, oh, wow, okay, got to change my prayer. And now the way that I pray is like, God, give me the strategies to create our dreams come true and our goals and to reach those things that you've given me. Because the more you in, get in tuned with God, mm-hmm. the more you feel like you're on the right path, you know, because if you're not, you're like, I don't know if this is right or not, you know, but then if you start wa- walking with God. So even now with my acting stuff, um, it's very difficult because it's a very like competitive industry and you're, you know, a lot of the things are are very Uh, secular and like sinful and stuff so I've tried to do the distinction between um, between that like that part of the industry and then just me trying to be a light and connecting and and being happy in the moment and doing what I love to do and understanding that if God's put me in this place it's for a reason as well and that it's not just a dream that came yes it did came when I was watching Hannah Montana at eight years old but uh, (laughs) but that it's developed and then it stayed there because God wants me there for a reason um so yeah I think that that there's power in in connecting with God and just appreciating that all your skills all the things that you do that you're possible even talking like talking is a skill uh, and a gift, you know, and, and I appreciate that a lot because a lot of people don't get that. Um, Amen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's something that you have to work on, right? So I got that talking is a skill. I'm, I'm working on that. Yep, that, that skill is something to grow in, you know. <laughs> the woman of few words, but when she speaks, there's always a mic drop. Mic drops happening left and right. Every time, you know, on the podcast when Amy just like, says you know like her piece and then sean's like oh my gosh that was like so good i need to apply that to my life too also also listening is also a gift right listening is also it is such a gift if you listen which amy does right yes then he she processes everything and then she just gives you a few words you know speaking few words is also a gift Mm -hmm. like if if those are very important words you know and very in the point you don't have to talk for hours. You can just say a phrase and then, yeah. It, so. <laughs> Mic drop. From Alex now. I want to go more something and actually deeper into the topic of like how to use your gifts for God. Mm-hmm. Is this something that I have been actually been struggling? Surprise, surprise, I've been struggling. <laughs> aren't we all (laughs) and the thing is that's all i do i'm still struggling it's because like i have this idea in my head constantly that i don't know how to take it out is that i wish someone better did it Hmm. why me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know that that's always like in back of my head Uh and i do not know how to take it out and that's always been the case from the very young childhood. It's like, I see this person who is more talented, but why is God not using that person to do this job, to serve him? It doesn't take that much time. Why is that person not even thinking about it? Why is God not using that person? That always came to my mind, and I have continuously discovered that God does not use 
the skilled, but to always use those who has the heart. I think that's the part that is very weird, and actually, it's really weird. Actually, like we now came to a point where slowly we're realizing that、um, agencies or、um, companies are seeing like vision is a huge thing nowadays. Like suddenly, in the past, it was not that. If you're academically well off, if you're physically well off, or if you're mentally well off, or something like that, then you were hired because of that. But nowadays, they ask you for your vision. They ask you for what you think, how your health is, how your goal in life is. It became a it became a huge thing that I did not know until I grew up. I thought the whole world was always in this platter of.、Uh, Skill equals accomplishments, but it was not that. It was not that. So, for me to continuously、uh, using all my gifts to the church, I have come to this problem recently that I'm trying to take my talents to the world, but I don't know how to apply it. Which is so weird to think about it. It's so weird for me to even. Come to that realization just now. How did I never apply it to the world?、Hmm. I did apply it in some occasions, like for photography or graphic design or other things, but those were just not serious stuff that I did. But now, when I try to take it seriously, now I come to this realization that maybe. Because I've always been always just focused on the heart, I don't have the gifts. Or like the the skills. Oh, the skills. That's always something that、um, is. I think it probably be a lot of the kids who were Christian their entire life probably face this.、Hmm. You know, since、hmm. you know you grow up. Because when you're taught all the time exactly. About- Hard, 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 hard. And then we never talk about skill. We never talk about gifts. We never talk、mm-hmm. about you know being diligent. Of course, we talk about being diligent, but we never like put down anyone because they're lacking in skill.、Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a completely different situation in my church. <laughs> so, for me,、um, I was the only one criticizing myself, always. Like I am the most. Critical of myself always, you know.、Mm-hmm. Any feedback that I take, I take it a few more times over again, think about it, and change it, improve it. But the thing is,、um, this feedback that I was getting were not from people who know how to get feedbacks.、Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. I feel like、uh, I needed someone to know what they're talking about to talk to me about it, and that's the part that. Uh, is the most uh, uh, thing that we all face、uh, challenges in. I feel like, and yeah, I, I just like I feel like this. It's less now, but I grew up in feeling like in a Christian bubble without realizing it, and I see so many. Facing the same problem nowadays, like especially those who came from America, those who came from like many different backgrounds, that they 
suddenly like do not know how to assess themselves without putting the heart too up high but i realize it is very important i, I don't know what your take is in this it, this is a uh, something that i did not expect to say today mm. yeah that's so good sean i think that it's so true to that we need to take time to just kind of assess where we're at and um, just see the different giftings and areas that the Lord wants us to serve. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, Join us next time we have part two and we'll see you there. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time.